Crime Does Not Pay, starring Frank Albertson as Lon Tilden in Horse Face. It was one of those off-the-beaten-path amusement districts. The bars were dingy, fly-specked. Their windows curtained half their height with wrinkled green duvetine. The theaters, garish with naked white lights over 50-odd still photos from the movies inside, played scratched prints of five-year-old pictures which had made no success even in their heydays. The dance halls were as aged and overpainted outside as their hostesses within, and just as weary. But there was money to be made here, not exactly honestly, and the usual type of half-criminal found the district good pickings. That's why Lon Horseface Tilden, his girlfriend Ginny Landis, and his pal Artie Ewing were casing, as the saying goes, the joint that was run by Dimes Wilson. Well, what do you think of it, Artie? Ah, ain't been painted in ten years. Ginny? That music sure isn't for dancing. If that outfit gets more than 50 cents a night, it's highway robbery. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding Crowd ain't bad, though. Uh, a couple of blondes on the dance floor. See that? They ought to do all right, huh? Jenny? What's your expert, I tell you? <laughs> Take the girdles off Artie's blondes and there wouldn't be room for anybody else on the dance floor. <laughs> the rest of them, trying for 25, they look 35, probably average 45. The paint jobs are all pretty sloppy, too. Yeah. In other words, dimes ought to be doing all right now. It looks awful cheap to me. How many times I got to draw you a picture, Hardy? We just cased the joint. It's costing dimes practically nothing to run it. But he's got a good house. Okay, he's making money. Let's go. Check. You know where the office is, Lon? It's always in the back, and it's right like this. Oh, pardon me, buddy. Let us through, please, will you? Hey, get a load of the cologne in that thing. Yeah, cheap. Sell it. C-H-A-P. Huh? <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, kids, save the spiel. Uh, here we are. Manager. <laughs> you ready? Set. The usual? The usual. Here we go. Who are you? Did your mother teach you to knock on closed doors? Uh, I figured you wouldn't have no dame in here with a full house outside. So what? Your dime's Wilson, right? What's it to you? My assistants. Virginia Landis, Artie Ewing. I'm Lon Tilden. Ah, oh, horse face Tilden, eh? I wondered why they called you that. Now I see. Now cracks. The face I was born with is good enough for me. How'd you like it changed with a bullet? Hey, this fella plays a tough. Don't get wise with that heater, Wilson. Put the gun away, Dimes. I come to talk business. And talk. Talk all you want, but I'm telling you now, there's no deal. Oh? No? Well, that might be. Jenny, front and center. Sure, Lon. Want the man to look me over? She's a sample, Dimes, of the kind of hostesses I can send you. Instead of that broken-down beef trust you're peddling outside. Maybe my taste is different from yours, Tillman. It could be. But you'll do better business. Listen, smart guy, I know my business. I put in dames like this down. I gotta paint the joint, get a decent band, raise the price. You'll do all those things, Dimes. All of them. You're booking my girl, see? I dropped in tonight just to let you know. 
This is my territory from here on in. Save the talk, horse face. You're out of bounds. I service every hall in the district, and I'm keeping it that way. So get out and stay out. Unless you'd like to see your baby down here ventilated. You, uh, want it this way, huh, Dines? I want it, and I got it. Now, you beat it. Okay. For now. You'll be hearing from me, Dimes. Bear that in mind. Just bear that in mind. Come in for a while, Lon. Yeah, you know, Artie's waiting downstairs. Careful, darling. Please be careful. Careful of what, sugar? Diamonds wasn't fooling. He's got enough hoods working for uh, him. Artie and me, back to back, we can handle anything. For my sake, Lon. Leave Dimes alone. Now, don't you worry your beautiful head about a thing, cutie. Just get a good night's sleep, hmm? Uh, you kiss me like that again, and I will leave Artie outside. <laughs> All right. I will. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Business before pleasure. I'll see you tomorrow, kid. Hmm? Be careful, Lon, please. Please be careful. Oh, uh, yeah. That's you, Lon? <laughs> Who were you expecting, Dimes Wilson? <laughs> I, uh, didn't think you'd be down so quick. Business before Dames. I, uh, I wonder if Dimes is expecting us. I hope not. He's, uh, he's awful fast with a piece. Yeah, uh, he's got to see us first. You sure this is the way to do it, man? Huh? You know Dimes, Rep. He's got his boys looking for us already. And why'd he let us leave his joint? Only dopes do any killing in their own joints. Dimes is no dope. You can say that again. Any worried? Yeah, you know, dames. I'm worried myself. And I ain't no dame. Okay. So my way is the way to take care of it. Quick and quiet. When dimes ain't looking for nothing. Yeah, but his boys... Ah, his boys will work for me. Once we take care of their boss. In this racket, it's the dough that counts. Who pays it don't matter. Could be. If we get away with this tonight. Yeah, we'll get away with it. Dimes always uses the back door of his joint. He's got to come through that little alley between his place and the movie. His guys are all out looking for us, so it's a perfect setup. Just a minute, you two. Hey, two guys, get out of that car past us. Take it easy, Art. We told you to stop. Ah, go fly a kite. All right, you two, against that wall. Move, move that. Hey, quit shoving. What's the big idea? Are you against that wall? You said make us. Yeah, try it. Get up and do as you told. Artie, stick and slide. You bitch. Look out, they got guns. Have a piece, Mark. Check that pockets. Yeah, right. Honey, huh? this one's got a badge in his wallet. Mine, too. Hey, let's get out of here. We've knocked off a couple of cops. Cops? But I thought they was dying for Honey, get the lead out of your pants. We've killed cops, you hear? We've killed cops. <laughs> Thank you.
Fred, you open the door. Ah, she sleeps sound. Oh, here she is. Don. Artie, what happened? Let us in quick. You got dying. I wish we did. I wish we did. Shut up, Artie. Jenny, give him a drink or something. All right, all right. What happened? I'll tell you in a minute. Hey, I need one of those, too. Sure, Artie. Thanks. Thanks. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you look like you shot a cop or something? Not a cop. Two of them. Lon! For heaven's sake! They thought they was dimes, boys. They wanted to frisk us or something, I guess. Didn't they flash no badges? There was no time. They said, get against the wall. Uh, Lon said, stick and throw We let them have it. What are you going to do? Oh, Lon, you know what they do to cop killers. They haven't got me yet. Oh, no! What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, shut up. Both of you. Let me think. Okay, I got it. Jenny? Yeah? You're going to sit tight here. That's best for you. Now, the cops never had nothing on me. They never even had a tail on me. So they don't know nothing about you. You're clean. Got that? Yes. Yes, I get it. Well, what, what about me? Yeah. Look, that aunt of yours. The one with the farm upstate. Yeah? She hasn't seen you in a long time. You're paying her a visit. Huh? You're leaving tonight. Now? By myself? Now, by yourself. Yeah, take another drink. Then beat it for the station. Take the first train. Got that? Yeah, okay, I'll try it. What about you? Oh, Ron, darling, what about you? Uh, well, I'm going to head in the opposite direction from Artie, you see. Then, I'm going to get myself picked up. Are you nuts? Ron, you're crazy. Am I? Crazy like a fox. Uh, guns are ditched. Unarmed housebreaking. First offense. Why, the most I can get is five years. Five years? Artie will have most of the dough. You run out, he'll take care of you. But, but five years, Lon. Sugar, I'll be good as gold. I'll be out on probation in 18 months. Don't you see, kid? Nobody will dream of looking for a killer in the pen on a housebreaking rap. It's safe as aces. Then when I get out... Name and another state, and the three of us will be safe and happy as three bugs in a rug. In just a moment, crime does not pay. We'll continue with horse face. Continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Frank Albertson as Lon Tilden in Horseface. To all intents and purposes, Lon Tilden's plan, by which he hoped to escape the consequences of murder, appeared successful. His pal, Artie, donned the jeans of a farmer and stayed out of sight completely. Lon himself went through with his idea and in due course occupied a cell in the state penitentiary on a five-year sentence for housebreaking. Ginny prepared to wait for her man's parole. All was quiet. 
But in the meantime, wheels had been turning. They'd been turning ever since a passerby had stumbled upon two prone bodies in a dark street. A phone call brought ambulances, police cars. In one of the cars was Lieutenant Dave Abbott. He rode with one ambulance to a hospital. And as dawn broke over the city, a nurse approached him in the corridor where he waited. Lieutenant Abbott. Yes, nurse? If you want to see Detective Clark, you'd better come now. Is he very bad? It's a miracle he's alive at all. I see him. The doctor told me to ask you, be as gentle as you can. He hasn't much strength left. Men with 38 slugs in their chest usually don't have, nurse. Is he a particular friend of yours? I brought him onto the force. He's in here. Thank you. Please be as brief as possible, Lieutenant. Hi, Joe. Sure, Dave. That's right. Now take it easy, fella. Save your strength. Uh, I've been waiting for you. I have to tell you something. For for it all along. Hey, hey, hey. What kind of talk is that? Uh, no use kidding anybody. Least of all myself. My own fault. Give him a chance to... A chance to draw. Max, he did. When he hit the pavement. Hey. I've been hanging on. i got to tell you something. I'll take it easy, Jim. One of them. Never saw him before. Bad light. Had nostrils... Like a horse. Is that all you saw? His his hat fell off. Slick, dark hair. Thick eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see the color of... color of his eyes. They were narrow. Thin lips. Two lines, sides of mouth. You did fine, Joe, in that bad light. You did fine. Did I, Dave? Uh, did I? Joe. Nurse, you better get someone. I think he's gone. Lieutenant, best I can do, I guess. You only guess, Scott? Oh, you know how it is. A man works in clay, he might never finish. Always something to fix. I don't want to add too much to that head from my own imagination. Check. It looks like what Joe told me he saw. Yeah, slick hair, narrow eyes, thick brows, lines alongside the thin mouth. Mm-hmm. The nostrils gave me some trouble. They look enough like a horse's. No wonder that stayed in Joe's mind. Never seemed to belong in that face at all. Broken nose, maybe? No, no, not unless he fell on his face when he was a baby and it was never set properly. Could have been that way. Any number of reasons. What do you want me to do with this masterpiece? Paint it. 
You know, usual routine. Then we'll photograph it, circulate it around the country. It's a lead, and you never can tell. Yeah, it might be better than you think. Anybody ever saw that horse face could never forget it. <laughs> Suppose anybody ever loved him besides his mother? Come over here, Tilton. In the light. Yes, sir. Is it about my parole, Warden? I'll ask the questions, Tilton. Yes, sir. You know, Tilton, you do have a rather remarkably individual face. Yes, sir. How did it happen? Your nose, I mean. I was born with my face, sir. No doubt. Tilton, you have a visitor. Today, sir? Why, I was visiting day last week. Yes, I know. Just a moment. All right, Lieutenant? Yes, Warden. I had a good look at him in the light. Good. Tilden? Yes, sir? This is Lieutenant Abbott, Metropolitan Police. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Abbott. Thank you, Warden. Tilden, where were you on last June 4th? Well, uh, in Millville, sir. I was picked up for housebreaking there on the 5th. We know that. We also happen to believe that you were in the city on the 4th. Oh, no, sir. Does this picture resemble anyone you know? Well, the nose looks like mine. So do the eyes, Tilden. And the lips and the two lines alongside the mouth. In fact, it looks so much like you that the warden here noticed it when the circular reached him in regular routine. He noticed it even though he has a thousand prisoners here, and you, I understand, have been very inconspicuous in your behavior. Almost too inconspicuous, Tilden. You've been just too good to be true. Well, it's my first time in, sir. I want my parole as soon as I can earn it, sir. The lieutenant is taking you with him. He has a court order on the strength of this picture here. And those we took for our files when you came in here. Me? What for? I wasn't in the city. A dying man is awfully careful to tell the truth, Tilden. Especially a dying cop. Uh, you can't pin anything like that on me. We think we can. Anyhow, we're going to give it a good try. Well, I tell you, I never killed anybody. Maybe not. In that case, you've got a twin somewhere. I said I want my right. Save it, Tilden. Your street clothes are waiting for you. Get into them and behave yourself. Use that door over there. Take it. I'll take it, please. Another hour, Tilden. I trust that you're as uncomfortable as I am. Yeah, you can be sure of that. Conductor's coming. So what? But when I came up, they wouldn't let me use the thing unless the conductor was there to lock the door. Oh. Conductor. Yes, sir? My uh, companion here wants to use your facilities. Will you lock him in for me? Sure. Come along. Make it snappy now. Okay, okay. Hey, up. Aren't you unlocking the handcuff, Lieutenant? Yes, I'm unlocking it. And when you come out, you'll find yourself locked right back to my wrist all over again. All right, get going. Thanks, Lieutenant. Bad one, huh? Cop killer, we think. We hope. You hear that, Conductor? Yeah, glass breaking in there. Open the door. Yes, sir. Hey, where is he? Pull your emergency cord, quick. Yeah, right. Conductor! 
to the outside door. Try it now. I was your fiance, and they let me ride in. Uh, that's too easy. It was too easy. Something's wrong. Maybe, maybe they found Artie. No, no, they don't even know he's alive. When the cops shot, they work on cases like that forever. Uh, they haven't got anything. A good mouthpiece couldn't be down in court. <laughs> they think they can get a confession out of me. They got another guest coming. Oh, they got ways, tests, all that, and they know now. I know you'd never have run away if you hadn't done it. Nuts to that. Now, look, Jenny. Call Artie. Up at his hands. It's Bolinville 9036W. Tell him to use the extra fund. Get me a good mouthpiece. But to stay out of sight himself. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Owenville 9036W. I'll tell him. Now, I'll call from a coin booth so nobody can trace your call. Yeah. That won't be necessary, huh? That won't be, copper. You were so right about her getting in easy. There's a microphone under your bed, Tilda. Oh, no. We've got the whole works on a record. The boys will be on their way to pick up Artie in a few minutes. Oh, You're done, Tilden, and the little lady here is under arrest as a oh, material no. witness. Oh. It's a good rule, Tilden, to think before you shoot. I'd say remember that for the next time. Only there isn't going to be any next time. Not for you, horse face. who has starred as Lon Tilden in Horseface will be back with you in just a moment. Now here in person is Frank Albertson. To me, the science of police work is a never-failing source of wonder and excitement. In this case, with nothing to work on except the dying man's description of a gunman he had seen only briefly in very dim light, the inexorable chase was maintained until the killer was caught and trapped in the meshes of his own scheming. 
More need not be said except to emphasize once more that no matter what the luck may be or the cleverness of the planning, in the end it is always true that crime does not pay. Thank you, Mr. Alverson. Crime Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Mark B. Lowe, with music composed and conducted by John Garth. Technical advisor is Burton B. Turkus. The events, characters, and names used in the story you've just heard are fictitious. Any similarity is purely coincidental. This is Bob Williams speaking.